Midterm Mayhem. Midterm Mayhem. Here we go, midterm mayhem every day, 405. We bring you the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. We're almost into October. We go and we vote in November. And we've got a lot of big races. Let's start with the biggest one in Arizona. Huge. Give you the latest. Democrat Katie Hobbs against Republican Carrie Lake. So we got a new poll showing it's tied. Oh, man. I mean, it's essential, a pick as the kids would say. Right. Essentially tied. So. Uh, it's like a, a single percentage point. Here's the really interesting nugget. One in five independent voters are still undecided. So I think we've got to start there. Because that's a big number. you got to think about that. How many people are independent voters? If we're a third, a third, a third. Yeah. So, you know, what is that? How many, roughly, is that like one... Five, you yeah, think? something like that. So you know, you're looking at at twenty percent of County. those people, about three hundred thousand plus, yeah, are undecided. Okay, um, I'm actually, I don't know, I don't know what to think about this because I can just put it into you know what I see. I'm I'm an independent. Okay, uh, I don't like Carrie Lake. I don't. I she's an election denier. Um, I I think that makes you you know not suitable for office. I I'm not voting for anybody who who is you know on the 2020 uh, Trump election train that it was a farce. I'm just not going to vote for anybody like that. But on the other hand, uh, I am one of these five independent voters. I'm the one. I'm the one because now I, I look at Democrat Katie Hobbs and I say, well, I know I'm not voting for Lake. You're an election denier, not fit for office. I know I'm not voting for Lake, but I'm the one in five independents that are undecided. Because I don't know if I'm going to vote for Katie Hobbs. And to be honest with you, right now, the answer is no. She's done absolutely nothing to get, to get me to vote for her. And as I've said before, I'm just sick and tired of voting for the less, worser candidate. Less so worser. I'm the one in five. You want the more better one? Listen, man, I'm the one in five. I'm, I'm that one. I mean, do you take it another way? Yeah. Four in five independent voters know who they're voting for when it comes to Lake and this Hobbs. This shows me that... Katie Hobbs has done such a bad, bad job of getting people excited or enthralled about her camp. First of all, that poll being one, they're dead even for somebody who's an election denier. Because there are plenty of people out there that are going to, they don't agree with the the insanity of 2020. But they look over at Hobbs. They have they know nothing about her mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, but we know about Carrie Lake. But we do. Yeah, but here's and the thing. that's a turnoff. But... but it's a turnoff in 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 some ways. If you believe that, like if you're pro life and you're about the border and stuff, and a lot of that stuff she's saying, that you would check the box anyway of things you like. But you can hold your nose because you know nothing about her, and Hobbs is giving you nothing to even excite you. Right? She's quiet. She doesn't do anything. You have to go to Twitter to find out what she's doing. Everything she does do in the open is all scripted. And if it's off script, her wheel comes off the bus. Right. But for Lake, she's got a huge unfavorable number of 46%. But she probably has 46% of people that like her. And let's be real. Polls, as we all know, are baloney because people are going to answer it how they think in many cases, cases how you want them to answer it so okay. you don't, you know. Let me give you this. Uh, midterm mayhem. Mayhem. Right. Uh, 44% view Hobbs favorably. 32% view Hobbs unfavorably. So 44 good. 
32 bad. Kerry Lake, 41% favorably, 46% unfavorably. Yeah. So she's got, and, and that, that to me, I know that we know polls are garbage. Uh, that to me sounds about right. Yeah. But that here's sounds the thing. About right. Those 41% uh-huh. are showing up. Uh-huh. There's 87% of people. So that means 11% of people haven't made up their mind but on they Kerry Lake yet. But they don't. Yeah, but Carrie Lake hasn't gotten anyone else excited about voting for Well, that's the big issue is can she right. expand that tent? K- Katie Hobbs almost doesn't need to get anybody excited about I mean, it'd be nice for her, but she's just like, you know what? If you want, it, 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 here's abortion. Here's what I think. You better vote for me. And their Democrats out there are like, okay, Hobbs shouldn't do much for me, but uh, you know, I'm a one, I'm a one single the vote issue yeah, voter. Yeah. I'm going to vote for Katie Hobbs because of, uh, of what's happening with abortion and the laws in Arizona. So it's almost like Katie Hobbs has some things uh, that are just kind of falling towards her. But she's not like the, him. Of course, she's not. And here's the other thing: one of the reasons she's quiet, and it's going to happen between now, mark my words, and that day that we go to vote on the day, if that's what you choose to do. Uh, we're going to find out more about a lot of this other stuff that happened in her office. More stuff's going to pop out. And I think that is a lot of people are holding back. And they're still trying to figure out because they look at her and they read a lot of stuff. And they're like, man, she seems pretty super left. Mm-hmm. Like left, 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 left. Well, Carrie Lake is right, 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 far right, Yeah, but right, if you're right. an independent, you're like, okay, you look, I can, you know, I don't want open borders. And I'm feeling like this lady's going to fall along with the open borders. You might be right. I don't want higher taxes. I don't want to. And she's already said, well, I'm not going to raise taxes yet. So that's where I, that's why I'm the one in five independent voters who are undecided. I think some people are like, Gatos, how are you undecided? You don't like anything that Carrie Lake says. You're right. I don't like anything Katie Hobbs says either. But it doesn't mean you, you have one vote. you got to choose yeah, one or I the other. I'm done choosing like that. So I'm totally going to vote. I just know it. Vote for me. No, I'm not voting for Jen. Vote for me. I'll not do voting. mostly the show what we, all day. What, am I, what, what are those one in five independent voters who are undecided going to do? Because my guess is that they don't like either candidate. So I think we'll just maybe sit it out. They're gonna, they might. We'll just sit it out. They're going to hold their nose. And it's not hold your nose. It's, some of them may gonna... hold their nose and go, well, this, here, this goes back to the thing we talk about. Yeah. Being independent means nothing when you have nothing to vote for. Meaning there's no independent candidate out there that's speaking to the 90% of us. Right. Because the problem is we've set this up and the parties are both guilty of it. They've come together. They've built a monopoly. They don't want anybody in their playground. And so they'll do everything. Uh, both of them will come together to form like a transformer to crush anybody <laughs> because they don't want those people talking to those 90% of people who aren't trying to live in the world of extremes. And unfortunately, you have to say extreme things now to get anybody to pay attention to you. And, yep. can, and, and, and will people allow you to pivot in the center? I don't know. So what we're looking at is Hobbs versus Lake. It's basically, as you said, a pick em, But it comes down to the independent voters. One in five independent voters are still undecided. Uh, and you think that's a big number? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, even uh, one. Even one out of five. That's a big number. Yeah, I thought... Uh, I still think it's interesting that that four out of five of you know which one you're going for. Because, like, as an independent, you know, I want I want teachers to be paid. I want us to pay attention to education more in Arizona. I also want a strong border, right? I'd like to see abortion go on the ballot. Let's let's have us select. Let's have the people what we what we want in this state. Not a bunch of politicians or judges. That's like to me. That's what it means to be an independent. Um, but when I look at these two, I know one. I'm not voting for the other gives me no reason to vote for her either. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do, at least for me, I don't, to be honest. I See, don't, you're in I a situation know. where you give one person you 
would vote against. The other one you won't vote for. So because right. you can't stand anything that Lake brings, but right. Hobbs has done nothing to go, I'm voting for you. No, I don't like anything from her either. No. All right. That is midterm mayhem. Mayhem. Oh, and the other poll is, you know, Kelly. Uh, Kelly plus seven. Yeah, Kelly's kicking butt because he's up by a touchdown. All right. Up next. Up um, next. We need five random phone calls. We need five of you to randomly call us. 277-KTAR. Here's what we're going to do. It's a little different. We're putting you on the spot. Um. We have two members of the team that did something so nice for a child this past weekend. We want five of you to tell us which one did a nicer thing. How about that? A little different five spot today. So five random calls. We want you to be the judge of which person on the team did the nicer thing for a kid this weekend. We'll tell you the stories, and then you get, you get to judge it. All right? 277-KTAR. Five spot is next. All right, let's put you on the spot. A little different five spot today. We have two members of the team that did something very nice for a child this weekend. And we've got five of you online. And you will be the judge which person did the nicer thing for a kid this weekend. All right, let's tell the two stories and then we'll go to the calls. Chad, you are first. All right, well, first and foremost, I just want to say what Steve did was amazing. We all voted on it with Steve uh, when he showed us what was going on. Uh, but I will tell you this. Our story was as much fun as anything else. Gatos, I got a youngster. Uh, my wife had her friend come over and, uh, they were at a party last week with my, with my, my, my stepdaughter and it was, they go to the school. The girl's five years old. Her and Charlie are best friends, but there's James and he's, I think he's 13. Okay. He's there and, uh, just the nicest kid in the world. And we're sitting there talking and having a good time and stuff. And first and foremost, here's the really, really nice part. He comes in and he's like, I let him use my barbecue. Okay. That's the nice part. On the way back. If it's just the barbecue, I'm voting no against you. On the way back, though, to <laughs> drive him home. Yeah. He's talking and stuff, and he goes, uh, you work at a radio station? I said, I do work at a radio station. Hmm. He says, uh, where? I said, KTAR. He goes, do you know Gatos? <laughs> I said, I've heard of him. Met him. <laughs> Met him a few times. Oh, wait, this kid doesn't know who you are? No, no Ooh. idea. No idea who I am. And he goes, have you met them? Have you been on? Have you met Chad? And he goes, do you know Chad? I said, I've, I've, I've heard him. I've heard him. <laughs> That's, awesome. That's when uh, his mom and my wife goes, that is Chad of the Gatos and Chad show. He about died oh. right there. And he wanted to ask me a thousand questions. I'm like, dude, just, you know, go for it. Let's have some fun. You can come on up one day and hang out. And, you know, him and his dad listen to us every single day. Okay. And I'm like, we'll get you some gear. We'll get you some swag. You can come hang out. It was just a very nice, good kid. But I'm telling you, a 13-year-old that follows us, what? <laughs> You made his day. Made his day. And you're bringing him in studio. All we're right. Gonna have, we're going to try to come up here and hang out with us. That's the first story. Because I met you. All right. Uh, which... 
uh, KTAR personality did a nicer thing for a kid. You heard Chad's uh, story. Let's go to the wise man, Steve Zinsmeister. And after your story, we're going to let the people vote on who did the nicer thing. Wise man? So I took some days off on vacation, went back Twitter. to Dallas to hang out with my parents and my family. And we went to a Texas Rangers baseball game. Why would you go hang out with your family? Uh, Don't you have anything better to do? Why would you go to a baseball game? <laughs> All right, just keep going. I love my family and I love baseball. Um, but we go to the game and I've been waiting 30 years for this to happen, but it finally happened. I caught a foul ball in my hat. I thought we weren't going to talk about... Say this again? I caught a foul ball in my hat. I took my hat off and I <laughs> caught the foul ball. Now, what happened was the kid. there was a kid in front of me, in the uh, row in front of me, uh, and it hit off of his hand and landed in my hat. Please tell me you didn't give the kid the ball. I gave the kid he the ball. He gave the oh. kid the ball! See, I thought that was nice. I remember seeing one of the texts from Larry that said, and I quote, sell it to him. <laughs> All right, so you gave a little kid a baseball at a game. He wasn't little. Now, here's little. the thing. How old was he? Yeah. Probably early high school, 14, oh. 15. You would have gotten extra points if it was a six-year-old. Yeah, that's yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the calls. Who did a nicer thing for a kid? Chad or the wise man? Let's Remember, roll I control quickly. the calls here. Uh, James <laughs> right. in Glendale. Who's James. better, me or no, Steve? I'm going to go Chad, definitely. All right, Why? That's Why Chad? Well, you don't give a kid a ball. He wants it. He earns it. Thank you Start very much. Start from the beginning. Amen, brother. Amen. Thank All you right. so much. James. One vote for Chad. Uh, Martha and Maricopa. Who are you voting for? Well, just I hate all of Texas. Now, the fact that it, So going. that's one against Steve. Okay. Uh, but... But I still got to I got to go with Chad only because of the age of the child. All that's right. the that's the big factor. Okay. Right on, Wait, right. how old was your Two. child? Uh, 13. He's 13. Yeah, that's the, roughly the same. Well, he might have I know he was I don't know. I don't know how old kids you are. You said he was 13, he Chad. 13. All right. You know. 2 uh, nothing Chad. Quickly. Ronnie next. and Gilbert. Ronnie, who are you voting for? Well, I think I have to go with team Chad. Wow. Is there a specific reason? Yeah, you know, uh, one of my kids was a Make-A-Wish kid, and I think experiences are much more, uh, they're much better than things. Yeah, that's it. That's great. Steve's very materialistic. You're right about that. I appreciate that, Three nothing. This is a runaway train. uh, Linda Uh, and Awatuki. You're voting for Chad, right? No. Oh, why'd you vote for the wise man? Um, I just thought it was really nice. Stuff like that happens all the time where somebody is about to get the ball and somebody else mm. grabs it away. And okay. not that he was grabbing it away, but the, the kid's hand, hand was on it first. He's okay. just missed out. So right. it's really nice of him to do that. Thanks Aww. for calling, Miss Sinsmeister. Small, yeah. <laughs> Small detail that I, I, I didn't include. His hand was hurting. Oh, yeah. I mean, matter. like it's his okay. hand's shaking. Yeah. Shh, 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 uh, shh, shh, what do you got? I'm just, Steve, you're trying too hard now. It's oh. over. You got boat raced. Let's give it. I thought what you did was very nice until I found out the guy you gave it to was 27. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to take the, fi- the fifth call because Chad's already, he's got three. That's so, right. Chad, you're much nicer than the wise man. And so to I be thought honest Steve with you, was great giving that ball. Then when he found out, he's like, oh, kids in high school, they had a mitt. Well, obviously, he's not very good. <laughs> All right. Uh, that is five spot. Up next, how bad is it going to be for you in Arizona when the recession hits in 2023? How painful is it going to be? Uh, we'll tell you coming up next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, uh, some of the numbers that we're going over, gas prices are up in Arizona. The stock market is way down. Uh, inflation is up. 
So over the last just 24 hours, Chad, we were talking about your $977 yep. grocery bill. Fantastic. Okay. Um, we were talking about gas prices in the Valley. Uh, what did they jump? 30 cents? For you were like in the morning? What yeah. happened? So I, I pull in yesterday. I get off the freeway over here at Glenelg. I thought, you know what? I'm going to get gas a little bit later. Maybe get out of here. I didn't have a chance to do that. But at the time, it was like 2, 2.15 or whatever. It was 2, it was 4.69. So at 2 a.m. is yeah. when Chad went to the gas station. It was 4.69. At 6.03 when I pulled back in there. 6 p.m., by the way. 4.99. 4 99, 30 cent jump. Uh, So I think if everybody's looking, we're looking at the gas price, looking at the inflation, we're looking at a grocery bill, we're looking at all this stuff. Your 401k is, you know, a 101k now. Uh, And we're heading into a recession in 2023. We're a solutions-oriented show, aren't we, Chad? Yeah, Hansen? that's right. So what you guys need to do is start your own oil company and drill, <laughs> drill, drill, drill. What do you do? I mean, that's the question. How do you prepare? Like, if you're a family out there and, you know, you, you got a couple kids and you know that, okay, we got three three months left in the year. Well, it's not getting any better here. No. Nothing. Everything's getting more expensive. How do you prepare? Because, I mean, I'm not trying to scare anybody, but when, when you hit the recession, that's a pretty scary word. Like, how do you prepare? Um, Elliot Pollack is an economist, and, and here's what he said. How do you prepare for a recession? Well, what you do to prepare is get as liquid as you can, uh, cut unnecessary expenditures, and sort of uh, pull back for a while uh, until you see that you are in good shape. Some people will skate through this thing because of the nature of their jobs. Other people are going to have a difficult time. So it it depends on the nature of your job. If you're in a very stable situation, um, a government job, uh, you're a teacher, you're in uh, financial services, uh, you're probably gonna gonna have a, a reasonably good uh, 2023. If you're in an industry that is going to be affected by higher interest rates and slower demand because of those higher interest rates, it's going to be a difficult time. Uh, no, let me tell you the reality of it. Here's the solution: most people do not have the opportunity to go, uh, guys, hold on a second, as you're working at the, you know, wherever you're working, the oil place as you're raising your two kids, I gotta go get liquid. All right, that's not happening. Uh, and here's the thing, you see it coming. This is one of those weird things like the, you know, like we see now. We know when hurricanes are coming. We see it. The recession. We know it's either going to be here, it's here. But sometime in the next, oh, six months at the latest, we'll be in one. How do you prepare for it? Well, you prepare for it by doing everything you can to probably cut away everything. But as far as getting liquid. Okay, how about stop spending? Because there's certain things you have to spend for. Yeah. You got to go to the grocery store. You got to go to the gas station. All right. What else? A better job. I mean, that's another thing. A second job. I think a lot of people are looking at second jobs right now. Opportunities to pick up some, you know, to to turn a side hustle and, you know, into a gig. And, and, you know, you said there's a coming storm. Yes. We see it. We understand that everybody's talking about the world's talking about. it. I just I don't I don't know how Christmas is going to look. Are we going to have a is because if you're the White House, like you don't want us to spend money right in the economy. This is the absolute opposite of everything we've ever been taught. Yeah. Don't spend money. Okay. Well, I got to spend money at the grocery store and I got to spend it at the gas station. All right. Christmas. All right. Nobody gets any gifts this year. Ah, Thanksgiving. Eh. You know what? 
We're having chicken. We're having chicken. And we'll it's burgers. actually tuna because it is the chicken of the sea. Yeah. I don't think people are done spending. I don't think people want to be done spending. No. We are still spending more money then maybe we should. Oh, there's no doubt about that. Okay, All but the government is trying spend. to stop us from doing it. So, so what's going to happen? Well, the big th- here's the thing with with this is people aren't terrified yet of losing their jobs, which is usually what has to accompany a, a big recession. We have you this can have weird, nine jobs if you want. Yeah, right if you now. if you have yeah, you could have nine jobs if you want. I think though. A lot of people are starting to feel with the prices going up, with rates continuing to rise, that this is going to be, you know, uh, unsustainable for them. So things will slow down. They get that. So your best bet is to slow down in your spending. Obviously, that's a big thing. And the other thing is going out there and looking for that second gig, trying to pick it up, just preparing yourself for the eventual Maybe it's a three-month, you know, one or two quarters down, or maybe it is a a much bigger. But it's the best you're going to be able to do at this point in time. Inflation up, highest in Phoenix uh, than other cities. Our gas prices are higher than other cities around the nation. Uh, we're at a bear market. It's under 1000 to 30000 Plus, and you got to look around here, too. People are looking at this, too. Some people are like, ah, oh, we're throwing caution in the wind. It's the it's the last fun time here before the recession Maybe, comes. So yeah. spend let's money go now out and, and spend money right now. All right, up next, one school is asking second graders to take a picture of themselves doing homework in the bathtub. What? Uh, would you allow that as a parent next? Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, afternoons. We got a controversial homework assignment, Chad. We do. We got a controversial. Controversy. This is a second grade uh, assignment, uh, and it was uh, not taken lightly by the parents. Misty and Christopher Dunham were shocked to see their eight-year-old's homework assignment earlier this week. Shocked, I say, shocked. Shocked. All right, what was the assignment? Proceeded to read to me that she needed to do her reading homework in the bathtub. Uh, Oh. Oh. All right, so second grader instructed to what? Send a picture of yourself doing your homework Homework in the the odd places. Okay, was it the odd places or a bathtub? Because the bathtub's well, yeah, an odd the place. bathtub, but I think the whole thing is there's plenty of these where they're asking you to do homework in odd places. All right, do homework in odd places. But send a picture of her doing it and specifically told her to stop and you will not. This is a picture of that homework assignment. Parents are supposed to sign off on the homework, but the Dunhams noted that their daughter would not be taking part in that activity. Email the teacher. Hey, you may want to explain this, send something out to the parents, let them know what the intentions are. This just does not sound okay. She did send a message stating you should be in pajamas, be in your uniform, have fun with it. But I... Yeah, they're not asking you to send, you know, you know, your kid drinking champagne with <laughs> bubbles right. like you're a Kardashian. You're not supposed to be in a Scottsdale club as a second year old, wow. as a second grader, My God. For doing your homework. All right, so whose fault is this? The parents overreact? I think or- the parents overreact. And listening to them talk, I think they, I think they just went right over their but head. Like, like if it if it actually says verbatim, send a picture of you doing reading homework in the bathtub. Then we've probably got a problem, right? Yeah, but they've okay. been doing this for a while. Okay. But it doesn't just say the bathtub. It just says an odd place. Yeah. Okay. You know. It didn't set right. Misty reached out to the school administration and later to police to document the incident. The report says the parents were told by administrators, quote, we have been sending this homework assignment for years and you're the only one complaining about it. Wow. 
Later, the Dunham family says they got a call from the school. I think you guys should do a parental withdrawal for Mackenzie. Now, right. the, now they're the, telling them to take the kid out of the oh, school. Is that what they're doing? I, I read it as, hey, uh, if the kid can still come here, but there's any way you guys don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> we welcome the it little was child. not like what we thought. And I said, I can't. I can't. I can't do that. We, we refuse to withdraw her. He said, okay, th- thank you for saying that. And continued on saying, well, we're going to proceed with an administration withdrawal. This- okay. All right. So let's just go over this for a second because, you know, my wife was a second grade teacher for almost 30 years. Um, I don't know if she had one of these typical assignments. What I can tell you is, though, that, you know, it's so easy to get a hold of a teacher these days. Um, and they got a hold of her. You email. And what my wife always did was she always tried to get back to the family as quickly as possible. And, you know, sometimes you have parents that overreact. Listen, they love their kids. That's fine. What are you going to do? They, they they love their kids. They want to reach out to the teacher. Okay. <laughs> what school is going, hey, take a bunch of naked pictures of your kids and send to me? Come on. Those people are like, uh, uh, we weren't going to do that. We thought our daughter said no. I don't think that's what they were doing here, though. No. Our daughter felt uncomfortable. Why? Do you guys not have a bathtub? That'd be fine. Well, what's the exact assignment? Is it to take pictures of the bathtub, or is it to take pictures in an odd place? Well, like where, this where one was a bathtub, but they've done other places, like you know, sitting on top of your, you know, your mom or dad's car, or on a fence, or little things like that. Wise man. So I'm looking at the homework assignment right now. Yeah. And there's a list of five things they have to do for homework, right? Some right. of them are like read this passage or do some spelling words. One of the bullet points says send pictures of you doing reading homework in bathtub. All right, so it's that's that it. specific. That's it. That's the whole thing. Okay, so let's let's go down this road. Uh, Twenty this, years or so, they've done this. They've never had anybody complain. Right. All right. Let's. Our, our kids are Becky Lynn, me, you. Our kids are out in the world. They're in their twenties. Chad, you've still got little kids at school. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Why are you going to take a picture of your kid in a bathtub? And I don't want to do that. Yeah, but if it's something silly, like they're sitting it's in there. silly. You don't have to be naked in the bathtub. Right. Just no, I get, get it. in there and read. Yeah, that's the whole point. So, they're trying to the make parents, it fun. so the parents thought the kid had to be naked in the bathtub. Apparently. Yeah. Like, you could be clothed sitting in a tub of with course. no water. It was just do, go somewhere have you ridiculous. Not heard? <laughs> uh, uh, we didn't think it was right, and the little daughter said, don't do it, so we didn't do it. <laughs> Oh, Chad. I think he took it too. I think, I think they, they took, took it, it too. way too little. Yeah, I, I think, and I also think, we went right to the police because we knew that they were going to be, you know, selling everything to, you know, ping pong pizza. Remember the ping pong pizza thing? No. Where the, where was that the, in D.C.? Oh, yeah, all the Republicans yeah. thought that pizza place was dead. Sex trafficking. Sex trafficking. Oh, with the glory thing? Yeah. yeah. No, that's was probably it ping what it was. pong? Was that the name of it? No, I don't know what it was. Something like, like that. Like there was ping pong. Uh, maybe. But yeah. this is, how parent, stupid are you? Well, a parent should know better. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to take a picture of my kid in the bathtub and make sure you keep all your clothes on. God. One parent over all these years complained. Didn't get it. All right. And I like what they did. They say, you know what? You guys should leave the school. <laughs> all right, Becky Lynn's next, 5 o'clock KTAR News Expansion.